Welcome to the Frustrated by Your Marketing Podcast, brought to you by Skyline Studio. I'm your host, Jim D'Amico. And I'm your co-host, Madison McQuiston. Our podcast will bring you the latest in marketing news and strategies for internal marketing teams, marketing specialists, and business owners. So if you are frustrated by your marketing, then this is the podcast for you. Hi, everybody. Uh, welcome to our teaser episode. Uh, why do you do a teaser episode? So you know that everything's working well. Uh, we'll make sure that all the software is working. We'll make sure that our hardware, our microphones, our, our earphone, our, our earbuds are working. Uh, we want to make sure that we've got everything set up correctly. So when we release the first episode, it's all set and ready to go and we don't have to delay it. Um, so thank you for joining us. And we thought this would be a great opportunity to give you a little idea of what we're going to talk about and and how we're going to structure our episodes. Yeah. And I guess kind of who we are too. I mean, we've been wanting to do this podcast for so long. I mean, when you first mentioned it to me, I was like, yeah, that's awesome. Let's do it. Right. Absolutely. Yeah. Madison joined our company uh, a year ago next week. And uh, when we were interviewing her, it was really awesome because uh, she had her own podcast. And I was like, well, this is great. We have to do one at Skyline. So it's taken us a little while to get here, but uh, but we're here and we're going to focus on all things marketing. Uh, that's our umbrella. So every episode will have something to do with marketing uh, and all the different avenues that marketing touches. And there's just so much changing in the marketing world. I mean, I've seen it change a ton for the like two years that I've been in it, but you've been in the marketing world a lot longer than I have. I don't right. know if saying a lot longer is the way to, to phrase that. Right. But... A lot, definitely a lot longer. Yeah. So I'm I'm the older guy uh, in here. I, I've been I've been doing it for uh, 23 years. Uh, first three years were direct marketing, which was less of what I consider marketing. Uh, it was more number number reading, <laughs> a lot of Excel sheets and, and data, uh, which is part of marketing. I mean, I don't want to say that's not part of it, but uh, it's a little more boring and uh, I didn't love it. So then we started, uh, my wife Sky and I started this company, which is the sponsor, I guess, or the or the, uh, the host or whatever you want to call of this podcast. And yeah, when did you start Skyline? Skyline was 2003 in September. So okay. 20 years coming up. And uh, we've seen a ton of changes over the years, and it's been very exciting. And uh, podcasting is one of those changes. Uh, it didn't exist back then because the iPhone didn't exist back then. So if we're considering the umbrella of all things marketing that you like to talk about, what would you say is your favorite marketing topic that you think we'll cover in this podcast that you'll really like to talk about? My favorite that we'll cover in this podcast is going to be AI right now uh, and ChatGPT for sure. Uh, but that's only so much out about that right now. It's only brand new, uh, or you know, it is brand new, at least uh, in the in the ever present public uh, awareness of it. But uh, I know it's been in development for a lot longer than that. But the thing that I love to talk about with clients, and it's always the first thing I bring up in almost any new business meeting, is email marketing. It's my favorite. I think it's by far the most effective. It's the most uh, cost effective. Uh, the return is insane. It's how you build your audience. You know, they always say, "Don't build your audience on uh, rented land," which is what you do when you have. You can have a million Facebook followers, and if Facebook decides to change the algorithm, it doesn't show your stuff to them. Well, you're kind of out of luck. But you build your email list. Yours. Yeah, that's so true. And you build that, and you can do whatever you want with it. Yeah. Well, especially with email marketing, I mean, we I know for all of our clients always post on subscribe to a newsletter on website. So we know that we'll be talking about WordPress a lot in web design. Right. Yep. Absolutely. So part of EMR, you know, everything ties into everything else. We always say that uh, I know the new buzzword is omni-channel uh, or omni-channel. 
I don't know how you pronounce that, but um, you know, I was going to say, I don't know how to pronounce that either. So, yeah, so whatever it is, but the idea being that if you're going to create something and you want it to be as effective as possible, you take that post, you put it on social media, you send out an email, you put it on your website, you put it in your podcast, you put it up on YouTube. Uh, and so, definitely, you know, I'm not saying you know, the rented land is social media, but you still got to use it. And it's really important to, to use that right but now. And that's been changing so much recently, too. I mean, I have seen Instagram change a ton. We know that Facebook has. We do a ton of social media for our clients for a lot of different industries as well. Absolutely. Oh, no. Social media, I mean, it has probably been the most tumultuous thing. And, you know, email marketing was very much the same, except for the software you're using to send it out when I started doing it 15 years ago, probably. There's nothing drastically different about it. You know, you it's a little bit easier to design them. Uh, they're a little bit prettier. The deliverability rates kind of go up and down, but it's still an email. You know, you know, sometimes you can put, you can embed some stuff like GIFs in it. Um, by the way, you pronounce that GIF like peanut butter and not GIF, so you know. Um, <laughs> um, but otherwise, I like that. Yeah, that's how I do it. But anyways, it hasn't changed. But social media has changed a million times in the last. Yeah, definitely. I mean, especially with the rise of TikTok, we've seen that, you know, probably about a year ago, photos were the thing on Instagram and now it's videos are taking off. Like if you want your engagement high and you better be posting videos. That's it. Yeah. I mean, the algorithm is all about on Instagram. It's all about reels on Facebook. It's all about also reels, um, you know, which are heavily incorporated in stories. YouTube is now doing shorts, which is essentially Reels. You know, everybody's stealing from each other. Stories is stealing from Snapchat. Yes. Reels is stealing from TikTok. You know, Facebook is really good, and Google to a certain degree are really good at taking something that's really that works and putting it into their platform. Um, I know our first episode next week, we're going to talk about predictions for 2023, even though we're a couple months into it. Yes, we are. And uh, mine is is I think finally Google might be able to have their own social network. I think it's gonna it's successful you know, they've done a bunch with you know google plus and mm -hmm. other ones that i can't even remember the name of but i feel like you know it's always been said that youtube is sort of the is a social network and is it i don't know it's but i think with with shorts it's gonna finally do it because there's no better place for videos and there's no better platform to compete i think with tiktok eventually mm -hmm. obviously you know facebook has that built in it's already a social network and 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 instagram 100 percent, but something tells me google is gonna is gonna finally win they're they're finally gonna get and they're then, finally gonna get their social network yeah. and it's gonna be youtube the one that's kind of been a social network for a really long time um and you know even my nephew he's got i can't remember what he called it i think it's called the the laughing frog this hilarious frog is his uh is his account and uh he created it <sighs> he got one of his videos one of his shorts had like 1600 views and he was like so excited. It's, oh, dang. It's, that's awesome. It's the silliest video ever. And um, I don't understand it. But um, but also, that just kind of shows, too, what's going on in the social media world right now, too, because we're seeing that, you know, people like seeing real people. Right. That's it. Well, this isn't him. And funny um, things. Also. It's just funny things. It, it's all it's basically weird clips of Hermit the Frog um, with a really weird song. And he mashed it together <laughs> and and it did really well. So. Uh, yeah. Hey, he has a career ahead of him, maybe with like mashups and. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. So yeah, I think I think that's one of my big predictions for this year is that Google might finally get what they've been. I 
I think that's a good prediction. But also on that note, Jim, you do a lot of photography and videography as well, which we will talk about probably quite a bit on this podcast because we know that, you know, especially with your websites and social media, you got to have really good photos. You have to have good videos. You're trying to attract a certain clientele and photos and stuff are the way to do that. Yeah. The, the reason why we do photography, I happen to personally like it is because it makes our job everywhere else easier. And when we started yes. doing websites, again, probably about 15 years ago, people would come to us, they'd say, I want you to do this website. They'd find a website that they liked and always had great photos. And we would take the photos that they gave us and create a website that was great with their photos and they would hate the website. And it wasn't that the website wasn't good, but if it doesn't have those photos that capture you, it doesn't do well. Yes. It doesn't look good. And obviously that applies to social media, emails, and every other way that you're reaching out to people. So we did it out of necessity. And again, mm-hmm. I really liked it. So we kept doing it. We do it mostly for, uh, you know, I have a little bit of a niche in uh, food photography, which is what my favorite thing. I always say a burger never took a bad picture. And so- And for those of you that don't know, he is, he is a great photographer. Thank you. Thank always you. makes me hungry, especially <laughs> when I'm looking at our, our yeah. restaurant clients' food. <laughs> Yeah. So, so I love That's that. That's how you know photos are good. Right. Yeah. And that's the job. And so again, we did it on necessity. It's marketing. And we'll talk a little bit about lighting techniques and, and how to interact with clients and, and, and what formats to use and, and that more and more about video because it's becoming, again, with, with, you know, YouTube and, and reels and shorts and whatever, it's becoming really, really important. So, um, we'll talk about all that and, you know, it's, it's, it's part of it. it all of marketing. I always say marketing is, is more than what you think because okay. if you're a restaurant your hostess is part of your marketing team you know if they're not they don't have a smile Definitely. on their face then i don't care how good of a job we do as a firm or whoever else is listening to does as a firm or as an independent consultant or whatever it is that person's not going to come back you know market our job is to get them in mm-hmm. the door but your internal marketing keeps them coming back you know your chef is part of your marketing team yes they're also part of your yep. implementation team <laughs> Uh, but if they put out ugly, everybody plays the role somehow, right? They put out ugly food or, you know, cold food or poor tasting food, or if they're not friendly, they don't answer questions. Um, and chefs need to put out more beautiful food now than ever because Mm -hmm. your marketing team is also your patrons because they're Instagramming all this crap. So it's really important. It it looks good (laughs) and that they want to take pictures of it and maybe make it a little special so that they want to post it. And then all of a sudden someone and that person's family saw it and they're going to want to come to your restaurant. So it's, you know, marketing is, is everywhere in business. It's, it's sales is very one, it's part in a way sales and marketing kind of play off each other, but I feel like sales has one track, you know, it's about closing deals yeah. and marketing plays a role in that. Um, we do a little sales. I find sales very difficult uh, myself. I, I, I don't like sales. Yeah. Sales is they're, I, mean, I was gonna say I don't like sales either. Yeah, I, I always I feel like I would be terrible at that. Yeah, I'm always so impressed by salespeople. Like it, that takes guts. But mar- you know, marketing again is part of what gets in there. But marketing is is everything, including supporting sales. Is it um, supporting? Yeah, definitely. Supporting all that stuff. So, well, then also on like the photography note, also that you know plays into SEO because we see so many people now using stock images. And SEO is one thing we're going to talk about quite a bit also. I mean, I know that's one of my specialties is website design and SEO. And, you know, there are so many people now that are using stock images from different websites where they're royalty free. 
When really, honestly, the best photos you can have on your website are photos that you take yourself or have someone take for you. Correct. Yes. And so that ties into the trust part of SEO. And Mm -hmm. if somebody come, because SEO is, there's a lot of pieces to SEO. And one of them is, does Google think that when somebody comes to your site that they have found their answer? And if they think that Mm -hmm. they found their answer, then they will recommend it to somebody else. And if that person finds their answer, they'll recommend it to somebody else. And so part of that is if someone comes to your site and it's untrustworthy, even if it's got every keyword perfect and a million blogs Mm -hmm. and everything is awesome and they bounce because that firm looks creepy or or fake because it has fake photos, then that part of it, you know, people forget about that part of SEO. Like Mm -hmm. the you have to capture that person's interest and and give them that trust. And so yeah, photography is part of that. And you know, obviously there's a ton of other technical parts of SEO, but yeah, that's 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 part of it. I was gonna say there's so many good ways to build just simple SEO habits where, you know, you just start doing it because you're not even thinking about it. And even just the little things help so much. I mean, we build new websites all the time and I know with the current client we've seen their traffic increase a lot over the past couple of months just because of simple things we're doing. Yeah, SEO, you know, I SEO is a marathon. Google Ads is a sprint. Yeah. Uh, I, I actually like that. I like that a lot. Yeah, that saying. Yeah, you can't, you know, you can't expect results. You know, if you're if you're going to get results quickly, you're probably doing something a little shady, and you're mm-hmm. probably going to lose those results pretty quickly once Google figures it out. So, you've got it's. You know, they always say Google says it's about great content, about answering people's yep. questions, fixing people's problems. And, um, you know, the ads are there, you know, and when, before all that happens, you, you pay, you pay for play. And, um, if you've coded all that other stuff in, you have the trust in your site, you'll still, you'll still get those, um, those clients or those prospective leads, um, at the same time. I know with a lot of businesses too, sometimes, you know, use at least the umbrella for SEO, you really need to narrow it down to one niche. Because if you have too many keywords and topics, Google's not going to pick up on those certain things that your business represents or what you mainly do as a business. Yes. Doing too much, you know, as in anything, you you know, the best ads have one message. The best SEO is very structured and has very specific directions. You know, you might be a business that does more than one thing, but pick one at a time and focus on those things. Uh, if you try to do them all once, you're going to do them all poorly. And that's a sort of a good rule in, in anything in marketing, I think. And then, Jim, we have the really big topic going on right now, which is the role of AI in marketing. Now that GPT has arrived and kind of freaking out quite a bit of the marketing world, I would say currently, even though you and I both think that'll be be a pretty good thing for marketing if people use it correctly. I think that, you know, so in our prediction episode, that's, that's the, uh, that's the real prediction, like chat GPT. Mm -hmm. I read about it every day. It is, uh, I just listened to a podcast about it today. So yes. Um, so is that the, uh, this old marketing podcast one about it or? Yes, Yes. it is. Yep. So yeah. So a little shout out to this old marketing where we in prep for this, (sighs) we listened to a ton of podcasts and, uh, my favorite and one that I will continue to listen to. And one that I think, um, is a great one to listen to in addition to ours is this whole marketing and they did a great one on on AI and ChatGPT the other day and I thought it was awesome. And yeah, I mean I'm going to continue to talk about it 
I'm going to continue to play with it. I'm going to continue to use it, whether it's ChatGPT or the millions of other AI, you know, clones or software. We use Grammarly every day. And I got an email from them yesterday that there's going to be Grammarly Go, which is their AI integration. So it's in everything. It's going to supplement what we do. It's not going to replace people. It's going to make people more powerful. Uh, Just like, you know, I I think a lot of people want to compare it to like the automation replacing jobs on like assembly lines. I look at it more like the computer where, or even the calculator. Like, yes, I can do, I can do math. I can do, I can do, I, I could write stuff by hand, but why would I do that when the tool exists? to exactly I just said, yeah I just said I could do math <laughs> but yeah so I can do math yeah, I can that's do math yeah. I'm terrible at math yeah. so oh, you can't do math GPT might be getting some math questions right so um <laughs> so I could probably have said that more eloquently but you get the idea so why would you not use the tool yeah. if uh if it exists so it, it will yeah and, exactly and and in that podcast it was they uh the um this old marketing they interviewed someone who's been studying uh, AI for I mm-hmm. think he said 12 years and I'm pretty sure the three categories he said that it's going to do is it's going to help you with research it's going to help you with automation and it's going to help you with summarization and that's really where I started to use it yes. you know so you basically now have a free or very cheap but you can get the, the paid version of 20 bucks a month research assistant that has now scoured as of I think two or three years ago is when it stopped scouring the web and knows all information and it can help you to collate that minutes or seconds and that will help you to get a start on any project and so you now have this research assistant which is amazing and so it can make you make you better it doesn't mean that you don't still have a part Uh, i guess maybe it's replacing the job of that research assistant but uh, now they have the opportunity to do something else now that they now they can use chat gpt to become their own uh researcher you know or or lead Um, they don't have to be a research assistant they can they can start further up the ladder well, and I guess that's why I also said, you know, using it correctly, too, because we've been using it as a marketing agency and we absolutely love so far what the turnout is. I mean, I know we also use chat GPT zero, right? Correct. Uh, to check and oh, make sure yeah. like what can be caught if it is written by chat GPT, it'll catch it. Correct. Because we also really like being personal with our blog posts and making sure that we actually have a human voice in there, which is one thing we've noticed that ChatGPT doesn't do super well is being, you know, conversational and having that actual human touch to it. Correct. Yeah. So we've been using it to help us start um, some of our writing, some of our technical writing, and it's a great starting point. And then we add, you know, other, you know, whether it's Madison or Kenya, who both work at Skyline, or myself or uh, or Molly, um, who's a writer at Skyline, you know, we're all then adding the the person part to it because you can tell if something's mm-hmm. written by a computer. Still, I mean, it's great; it's structured perfectly. The information is mostly correct and not always, but it sounds like it's written by a robot. So that's not there's no trust there, uh, and we're not a blog mill. I mean, I know that there are some SEO agencies that uh, are a little more black hat that do that, and they're you know, putting out mm-hmm. thousands of blogs to try to spam Google, but Google finds those things again. Those are those tactics that get taken down. Um, so yeah, we're using it again. We're replacing that research time and that structure time, and then the writing time is the same. And then yeah, out of curiosity, we're running it through uh, the the inspector to see. And you yeah. know, with a few exceptions, every once in a while there's a sentence or two that pops up, but we're doing pretty good. 
yeah, it's been super fun to see kind of what that's been doing in the marketing world right now. Yeah, absolutely. What else do you think we'll talk about in this podcast? Because I feel like we've kind of mostly touched on a lot of topics, but I think, you know, with this podcast, there's always going to be new things happening in the marketing world that we'll go over and oh, talk about. Oh, for sure. Yeah. I mean, the, the, so the plan is to um, look at the news for the week and we'll pick a couple of topics. We're going to talk about those. I'm hoping we interview some people. Um, we have to get some followers first, uh, but once we yeah. do, you know, we'd love to. So if you hear that, click on the subscribe button. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, but I, I, I'd love to have people. I'd love to have people on that are experts. Uh, maybe we'll have that same AI guy on. It'd be awesome. Uh, yeah, you know, be just to talk about cool. stuff that we don't know about or we don't. We're not experts in. I mean, we do a lot of. You know, we have things we're experts in, but there's so many different things you can do in marketing. So Definitely. I want to do that too. And uh, I don't know. I mean, this is new to us and I don't know where it'll go. I'm sure this episode, you know, we've got a lot of, uh, yeah. I, I say um too much and we got to figure out <laughs> to, you know, I, we're actually doing, we we actually, this is not our first episode. We recorded one last week uh, just to practice, not interrupting Our each other. practice one to get the nerves out. I feel like I laugh too much. So yeah. So, so yeah, so we're figuring that out. Um, we apologize for these <laughs> first episodes, but Stick around with us, and um, and I apologize for saying this is going to be a five minute episode, and it's now at uh, twenty two almost. So uh, I think we're we're close. I'll, we're going to continue to practice, continue to get better, and we'll see where this goes. And hopefully, we yes, we, are. we keep doing it, and uh, you guys stick around. So thank you, and we'll see you next week. Yeah, see you guys later. 